Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, you need to. I don't know what that sir. was. You, you gotta, me. you gotta kick off the show with something good. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got the nice up. coaster. I know. Who got the loser coaster? Give us a listen. Oh fuck! Uh, I got the loser like coaster. Why'd y'all write on these? I, what I, happened? I, I didn't this? write loser. Yeah. Why is this one? Was this supposed to go to a? Uh, I like listen? that heart. <laughs> Yeah, that looks like a penis. <laughs> You're yeah, over here drawing dicks for your yeah. customers. Hey, when I'm over here stacking them out, <laughs> that's right. I eat a whole lot of dick. Uh, what's up? me that one time. <laughs> no, I said I'd, I'd done hand jobs. You've done, you like done hand jobs. Yeah. I've done, I've done a, a few forgot, hand jobs. I forgot what I said, but it, it didn't yeah. come out right. No. But we knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Was that a solo mission? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Uh, Griffin, no drink today. No drink today. I actually had to get gas at like five fifteen. He's on that this crystal morning. light. So yeah, the <laughs> FDA doesn't approve it. No, I uh, I went and I had to get gas, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna enjoy this drive over here. I'm gonna get me a sour heads bang. So I had that this morning before I came in here, and it actually made me trained clients much better. I was like. Ready to roll versus yawning and you sneezing. You need something in the morning just to give you a little. What? Little but what's that mean? Oh well, I already had my energy drink for the day, so we got oh, the dead. Yeti gallon jug. This vi- video sponsored by Yeti. Thank you, Yeti, for providing that for me. And uh, use I hope code. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, just water today. Filtered. No. Uh. No fluoride in there. No lead or particulates. So the pineal gland, the taint. Everything's Primo. ready to go. Yeah, primo. <laughs> so, but so like you can't afford another energy drink. Well, I'd like to not go above three hundred milligrams caffeine. I've day. heard from uh, other people here at the gym that dude, every, everyone's on this kick right now. Because because I'll say I was talking to Maddie about it because I was like one. I was like she's been hammering like one a day drink, and I was like, let's chill on the inventory a Especially little bit since they're free. For um, her. yeah, mm. eh. We don't for her, but for the business, you know. Um, Well, I was telling her the other day, I was getting to the point where I was having a bang and an Alani or a bang and a scoop of pre-workout, and I'm still yawning. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured that's That's my cue to cut back. Yeah, I'm just switching because, um, you know, with our our serious heart condition, we have, uh, what is it, Wolf Parkinson's? Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome. I always forget the whole thing. No, it's a real thing. It's basically like your heart just sends some extra like signals um, to your heart, kind of randomly. So like we could be like sitting, and then your heart rate spike very briefly, like ten seconds, and then it calms back down. It's not like life threatening, uh, but it could be, you know, if if you know you were like already exercising and anyway, Sign of low it's not that serious. But you know, usually I'll have like one episode a month or something like that. But uh, I had like two kind of closely, and I was like, you know, I probably could chill on doing like two caffeine sources a day. So. Um, I almost consider like coffee as like a non-caffeine source because obviously it's there, but even a full cup might have 120 milligrams at the most. It hits a little harder because I feel like it's like a natural source, but it's not the same as like caffeine and hydros in a pre-workout or like sipping an energy drink. So if I do have an energy drink, I'll do it on a day I don't have pre-workouts, I only have coffee, and I like the 200 milligram like drinks. I've really yeah. been feeling those recently. I feel like... I had like half a bang the other day, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and that's only one fifty technically, but that was killing me. And then, um, but we got three D energy drinks coming back to the gym soon. I'm looking forward to those because one, low carbonation, so it doesn't eat up like your throat. And then two, I feel like I enjoy them, and I feel like you know with the two hundred milligrams, you could have two if you wanted to. You could yeah. have one and feel good. You know? I also feel like with lower carbonation, it's like lower sweetness. And I also feel like, you know, with the bangs, once they start to go flat or something like that, you're like, oh, this is just like medicine or something almost with how sweet it is, which I shouldn't say that before they're all sold out here. How much is the uh, monster? Like how much is in that? Just water. 160. 140. Oh, so I can have three of these. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And that counts as one. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll probably do two today. I usually do two of these. That's not bad. It's still under 300. Oh, guess what? I figured out this weekend if we decide to do a 10,000 calorie challenge, yeah. my in Costco size bag of chocolate chips is over 10,000 calories, and it's only like this big of a bag. The kicker is, imagine it's puking like that all back up. 470 grams of fat. Yeah, Dude, I couldn't that. have I couldn't <laughs> have a fourth cup of that. 
I don't like straight chocolate. Just take a handful throughout the day, like trail mix. I think you and Maddie like candy and chocolate. I can't do that. No, I don't like I don't like chocolate, but I do like sour candy. Yeah, you like candy, yeah. Hmm. I was looking at um, I was watching Christian's video. None of this shit might be interesting to people. But I was listening <laughs> to uh, a let's give a little listening end to our conversation. I was watching Christian's latest video because it dropped uh, like yesterday, or two days ago, and in part of it, he was in Max's warehouse, or whatever that I guess they, he like recently moved into with uh, sour strips. I saw and, that. Um, Actually, you know, I feel like I'm just. I don't know. Part of me is like I thought when it first started, they weren't doing as well as he wanted. But then now, I mean, I think they're definitely doing well. But I'm just amazed that people are willing to spend a dollar or two dollars over, you know, for sour strips when there's like a Sour Patch Kids or, you know, some other sour candy that's generic right beside it. They're just going, I'm going to pay an extra dollar to most likely because they know who he is or yeah, maybe it's the postable. Pops. You aren't going to post true. your Sour Patch Kids, but you'll post and tag sour strips. But I'm just yeah. surprised, though. And like and it's a weird thing because it's. It's not really fitness related, you know. It's not like an energy drink, a protein shake, a stuff. Like it's not directly yeah, fitness related. Yeah, but it's sold in those stores. But it is though. But yeah, but in a way, I get it because a lot of power just do the electric or the sour candy, and you know, I just think it was it's a it's a bold risk. But I was, I mean, he's crushing it though. He's crushing it. Yeah. I also think too, there's like element of like if Sour Patch Kids had influencers or like you could be a sponsored person from them. Do you think more people would post? I don't, if I was them, I don't know if Max is probably big enough to be on their radar, but you would think if they saw like, hey, this dude's like, who is this guy? He's popping up on all these, (laughs) well, either buy him out or just be like, yo, why don't we have YouTubers and influencers? Because they don't, like as a brand, they don't. Yeah. You know, I haven't haven't been to their social media, but obviously Ghost crushes it with their shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's their like leg up in the fitness space, but like. My thing though is, you know, I get it from time to time, but I don't really get the the hype behind just smashing like sugary sour candy constantly. It's like 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 you do it every workout or like that's your thing. So I feel like for me, it's hard for me to like look at that business and attach it to like the fitness like thing or like fitness influencers because I'm like I know like okay, smashing energy drinks might not be super healthy or all these pre workouts or like some things you know lifting overall like sometimes you know maxing out all the time like you can have issues. But I just feel like you can't look at sour candy or just candy in general and be like, yeah, this should be part of, like, everyday, like, fitness influencer stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just, like, bad for you. Just, like. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if there's anything good, you know, other than, like, the taste. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the the pro-con to that compared to a supplement is just more apparent. For sure. Well, I mean, well, there's, there's you know, you can get carb sources from real food. That's what I mean, yeah. You know, instead like, of candy. Uh, yeah. You know, the energy drink, I mean, that's only one thing that, like, let's say a lot of people do. Usually they're hand-in-hand energy drink and candy. But, you know, the energy drink, at least you get some type of performance. performance base, yeah. Base out of it with caffeine it, stimulating, yeah. more focus. Yeah. With the candy, it's just, you know, calories and sugar. And the sh- sugar can make you crash. You know, it's not for like sure. you know, certain carbs. But, but uh, you know, some people might try and swap that out for like, you know. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah. Right? You know? It is what it is. But, uh, you know, it works. Let's talk about your challenge, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so based off the last podcast, talking about goals. Yeah. yeah. I came up with uh, a goal. One. You hit the pen hard one night. I did. I hit it, I hit it hard the past few nights. Yeah. Um, I... Went home, was thinking about what the fuck I could do, and it was, all right, do another transformation challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already done one before. I know Let's I could do go. it again. Not that it's an easy challenge or not that it, I know it's going to be easy. It's just something that I'm like, all right, well, it's another way I can push myself and get uncomfortable. Yeah. And more so physically, I mean, more so mentally than physically, because I know physically I come in here and I bust my balls when I am training anyway, so I might as well you know have some intent or purpose behind it. Yeah. But uh, this one's a little bit shorter than like the summer shredding with Christian Guzman. This is only six-ish weeks, maybe five-ish weeks because I jumped into it a little bit late, but it ends June 28th maybe. But I'm setting it for June 30th, which is just the end of the yeah. month. And so from now until then, I'm just trying to drop as much weight as I can. Not drop as much weight, get as get rid of as much fat as I can. Yeah. Uh, I'm not focused on like a weight goal. It's just, let's see how lean I can get. 
Is and there any uh, like weak point you're, you're going to work on during that, or just overall body? Just, I mean, I think me being in a deficit, I'm not going to be able to grow or build or like a weak point probably. Yeah. Um, I'm just more so just trying to lean up as much as I can by the thirtieth. Nice. So, um, I mean, maybe if I take enough test, I might be able to grow and build some type of muscle <laughs> out of Bro, zero calories. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, but uh, let's you know, right now I'm, I'm only taking two fifty. So, and that's what I've been taking for months. Or years, so yeah. um, if I wanted to, I guess I could, but you know, it's nothing too serious. It's more so, just having you know, like we talked about, having a purpose, having some intent, yeah, and uh, seeing how far I can push. Have it. you been uh, still riding the bike? Yeah, you did. Yes, I pulled six or eight miles yesterday. I'm probably gonna pull like in the, the same amount of days as, or you just haven't been posting about as much, or well, yeah, I didn't post it yesterday. It's, yesterday was day one, so yeah. uh. But and I every other, you every other day, yeah. But every other day, I've been doing at least every other day, probably five to six miles. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't done like a 10, 12 mile in a while, which I might do that today because today was a like an upper body shoulder day, so yeah. my legs are feeling pretty decent. So I probably could get on there for a good yeah. ten to twelve. But uh, how do you like having the daily workouts? I like that a lot. So what I'm following right now is uh, the DLB Daily, which I'm not sure if many of y'all know about that, but that's Dana Lynn Bailey. Uh, she has like a subscription service for like workouts and whatnot so you can just log into the site and there's workouts posted monday through sunday of what you can do for Is the that day what you did today? that's what i did today that's what i did yesterday too and it was pretty pretty interesting and uh the intensity is definitely up there you know she's a pretty ball of energy herself so you expect the workouts probably to be the same and they definitely are everything's supersetted or ton of shit is supersetted 20 30 seconds rest in between shit you know this and that so like shoulders today was fucking obliterating dude Dang. i was telling you we didn't share a look in the eye but we uh, we had the energy and the, yeah. the freeway room it just was it was hot and sweaty this morning the workouts the sunrise was coming up it was like a busier morning than usual which you've been having a lot of those recently yeah it has been and i just felt like everyone was just getting after it squats felt good and uh i just had one of the best like maybe not like best performance wise workouts in a while but like feeling wise and yeah. just feeling like I'm really yeah. pushing myself. I just felt like amazing. I just felt like the energy was there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just felt fired up. I mm-hmm. felt like that yesterday. I feel like it wasn't like pushing any big numbers, but just I talked about this with Miles and then with Maddie too. It's nice when uh, the gym, like you know you're going to sweat or it's it's already going to be hot, but like you get the breeze yeah. and you can just dive all the way into that versus like uh, an air conditioning gym. Sometimes you kind of toe the line of like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm starting to get hot. So like back off just a little bit, but it's nice here like just, you know, pulling yeah. the Band-Aid completely. And yeah, drenched. there's a balance too that I'm trying to like find in the gym to where it's like, I don't want you, like, dripping before you even start moving, you know? As but, a member? Um, as anyone. <laughs> as anyone. Like, you know, sweating-wise. Like, yeah. I want it to be warm, but there is a point where it's like... Oh, I know, thought you meant, like, as the gym owner, like, hey, 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 that's enough sweat. Oh, that's like, enough sweat. Yeah, guys, <laughs> that shit out. Guys, guys, not in front of me. No, no. I, <laughs> I'm just talking about... Um, we should talk about that video in a little bit. But, um, no, I just mean, like... The, like what I've been telling Maddie is like, hey, once it's above 80, probably keep like at least the machine doors closed just because it gets, especially for like some trainers and clients, not everyone loves to be just like breathing hot air, especially in that back room while they're trying to exercise. But especially in the morning when it's like, you know, mid 70s, low 70s, yeah. and you do have a breeze, you know, it's it's amazing. What I've liked doing is keeping the free weight room open, but then, you know, the machine room can be a little bit more air conditioned. It's not cold. But it is like a little bit more breathable, yeah. and then when we yeah. got the fan in the back. But no, I mean I love the heat. The heat's been feeling great as you know it's been getting warmer and closer to summer and things like that. And um, I was telling him back, I guess like two months ago when I pulled 500, that was like one of the first warm mornings we had had, and I kind of just naturally just went shirtless just because I was just you know I was already sweating a shit ton, and um, I felt like just the warmth that you feel just like naturally in the room before you even like moving, it kind of just gets the blood going, gets the muscles primed to work out and you just have better pumps, better workouts, just feel in the zone. And when you're just sweating, you just feel good, you know? Yeah. feels good to sweat. You're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like my, uh, you know, I still have some stiff joints and shit like that, but I just feel like 
the lubes in there, you know, like yeah. when you're when you're when you're warm and really really warm, things don't hurt as bad. When it was like somewhat yeah. chilly mornings, it's like breaking rust. Loose, oh yeah, you know? a little yeah. creaky. Yeah, yeah, the knees. That's true. But uh, to, I guess to polish off the question on the transformation is that ends June thirtieth. Just doing as much as I can to drop body fat. Yeah. Um, no really goals in mind physique wise. It's just. Get as lean as I can within thirty days, or not thirty days, probably forty five ish. What do you win if you win it? Uh, so there's potential. This challenge that I'm in uh, is a ten thousand dollar giveaway, and it's based off just merit. SFP. So like, <laughs> yeah, right. That could be some product. But uh, so it's just based off you know biggest transformation or best transformation in the judge's eyes, which is I guess Dana. But uh, regardless, I don't I don't feel like I needed to do this probably. But it gave me a reason to set a date. So yeah. I was like, well, fuck it. I'll do it um, to sign up for this challenge It's thing. like I told you yesterday. I think like, I think it's easier to have a goal when you at least commit to a date. Yeah. And, you know, a number I feel of weeks. better about it yeah. knowing that, oh, the 30th, I'm fucking done. Oh, yeah. not that I'm done. Like, I'm, oh, yippee, I yeah. can chill. It's more so like, man, I, I know every day has got to count now. Yeah, it goes back to something we talked on a few podcasts ago. And Griffin had a good question. Like, does it matter if you're just trying to give your because you know and you said in your youtube video like you're busting your ass every single day and you're just trying to focus on let's crush it today yeah which is great but at some point though you can lose sight of where you're headed and like you know working hard there needs to be some working smart along yeah. with it and so there has to be some direction to actually apply that hard work to an end result um that you're proud of so uh I think it's good that you kind of like set that date and hopefully after this challenge or during this challenge you kind of can can get a more grasp on i guess who and where you want to be moving forward on after that and hopefully that kind of guides your goals as far yeah. as setting those for gym flow setting them for personal um because like the hard work's there the work ethics there it's just uh applying it with more direction i think yeah it's it's tough i mean i feel like for you it definitely comes natural more natural i don't know whether it's like school or what it wasn't where you're raised is like childhood resentment yeah but <laughs> like knowing h- how to set tasks and organize <laughs> goals better and it's just something that i just never even thought about yeah you know so it's, it's definitely tough it's i i like overthink it i'll sit like i I told both of y'all I went home and I watched YouTube videos on how to set a goal. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I started to question what myself. Like? I watched two of them back to back. One was like Jordan Peters and the other one was this. I was like, all right, these guys are going way deep. I was like, am I am I retarded? Do, like, do I not yeah. know what I'm doing? My goal is to set a goal. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm failing. Something, something yeah. Well, I was, I was like, there. I started, yeah. I was like, damn. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I, I just had a, yeah. a realization. I was like, I just got to pick something and just do it. He's so on the floor I, of the show. After I watched those two videos, I signed up like yeah. ten o'clock midnight. I signed up for that DLB thing. Nice. So Sometimes it, it just, just take, it. takes action, you know. It just yeah, because like, I was because I was like, oh, let me just sleep on it. I'll figure it out tomorrow. I was like, fuck it. I pulled the credit card out. I signed up for right. it. And, and like, sometimes you just start doing something, yeah. even if you're not sure of yourself. You may end up liking it, or you may end up finding something else in your journey through it so like maybe i wasn't going to be into running but running led me to something else or Mm -hmm. or you know it it can just you know lead you different ways but it's like we talked about if you just stay stagnant you don't uh, try anything you don't do anything create something you you're gonna get the same shit every day it's gonna be mundane and i thought about that sitting on the couch so i just gotta do it i had something kind of in line with that that i was curious to talk about and it's it's one thing that like now that you started this, I'm really excited for you, and I'm excited to see like how that time frame goes, and kind of see like the before and after, or see like your mindset change even just starting it. But I was curious, like, what are y'all's thoughts on like saying you'll start something and kind of getting hyped up for that and feeling like okay, new chapter, like you know, it's day one sort of thing, versus actually just going about it and doing it and then showing like what you've done instead. Do you almost feel like, because I feel like a lot of people just say like, all right, day one. And then, you know, six months later, another day one, like I'm guilty of it myself, but. Well, I'm going to finish this, but like, I don't yeah, know what yeah. I'll do after it though. No, I mean like, I do I'm you ever feel it. weird just saying like you'll start it versus uh, like, I don't know. Do you ever feel like the, that you can fit in with that kind of pressure that comes with it? Because yeah. I, I do know that I'm going to finish it. So there's no pressure for me. I don't know. It guides me into something I want to talk about. So I've been reading a book recently, and um, I'm reading a book. That's <laughs> the way I said that. It's like, <laughs> congratulations. Um, but the book was talking about uh, basically 
you know, like different motivating factors um, that guide you on goals. And so it's kind of saying like, you know, you could have classic interruption. Now we need trick. I know. But anyway, the book was talking about how you have different motivating factors. So like one could be, you know, I want to do this or accomplish this for my family or I want to do this for my legacy. Um, But one that really stuck out to me, and he basically said that, you know, you might have, you know, a certain percentage of all of these, but there's definitely one that you can lean on for discipline when times are really tight. And the one that he mentioned that I feel like I've touched on it before just in different ways is uh, basically he calls it madness. But it's basically wanting to prove people wrong or prove doubters wrong or a sense of like, I told you so, or, uh, you know, proven doubters wrong. And I think that's something I really feed on in a way that, you know, it's not like I'm constantly self-conscious and thinking of other people, but it's almost like whether they exist or not, I just want to stick it to these people and show. And so that leads me to the point of when it comes to day one of something or stating a goal, it's like you said, it's not a question of, am I going to complete it? It's getting done because I don't want to, I just, I just can't imagine like just, just letting, that's just what drives me. I don't want to think about letting these yeah. people have one up on me or they'll be like, haha, Brock quit because he got injured or Brock quit. He didn't finish the you know marathon or he never pulled 500. I knew he couldn't do it. It's uh, like that, that shit, that shit just drives me or like, you know, thinking about, either past relationships or friendships or embarrassments or humiliation in the past, I want to stick it to them and be like, damn, they were fucking wrong in high school or they overlooked me or, or they ignored yeah, me. Yeah, wait or, till the reunion. Yeah, wait till the fucking <laughs> reunion. I pull up in the in the, in the Tesla or whatever. I got the rolling. <laughs> I got the rolling. And it's not a matter of like revenge. It's just a matter of like, of uh, I think valuable pride and just, um you know, I don't know. It's just what drives me is just proving people wrong, whether they exist or not. Whenever, like, like when I got injured with the IT band, I was like, I bet people are fucking happy. I'm not posting on my story right now. That I'm getting ten miles in, but I'm gonna be back. You know, that was and me. I'm be running even I said, ah ha ha, that bitch. <laughs> but that's just what goes through like my mind. That's just like I, I think that's what's what's running helped me with a bit is like when I get to my my darkest times on a run where I do want to quit. It's like what what pops in my head that helps me keep one foot in front of the other and it's not positive enforcement it's not me thinking about you know friends or family that are like patting me on the back it's like the dark stuff mm-hmm. it's people talking shit that i'm like i'm not no my, my legs are gonna keep moving you know so are you more motivated by like let's say you you're lifting like numbers are going well or you're feeling good got a good pump do you feel like you're more motivated in the mindset of like all right like I am in control, like I am like strong or aesthetic or whatever, or do you feel like you're more motivated in terms of thinking like, damn, I'm a bitch, you're not going to finish this or other things like that? It's not that I'm talking shit. It's no, no, like, no, I, no, no, like, I know. Goes through your head. No, my, I'm always like, yeah, I'm purely motivated by like, this gym's cool and all, but I'm like, I want to fucking make this bigger just to like, I just want to keep shoving it down people's throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fitness. just, and it's not like one person or things like that. I just... I just feel like, I don't know, it's just what drives me. I can't think of like the right words, but I just know internally it's that madness factor that that book described that like drives me. It's just proving doubters wrong, proving people who didn't give you a chance or overlooked you or, or disrespected you, um, just, just shoving it right back and, you know, showing them what you're capable of. Do you feel like when you get to that point, you'll kind of have like a, oh, I did it sort of thing? There's or no do you point think there'll, the there'll always oh, be like a, oh, no. you know? Even no. higher, even higher. Yeah, there's never a point. Honestly, you, you just get more shit the more successful you have. Yeah, that's and so that's point. the thing. I mean, it's not to say that I don't, you know, do it for for you know friends, for for Maddie, for family, uh, for my own like purpose. Those are like factors as well. But like the thing that really like drives me every day that like midnight oil when you're like, yeah, ah, I could turn back when now, I'm thinking about you know, like quitting. Mile eight, yeah, mile ten. I'm like, oh, they would fucking love that. Yeah. They fucking love it if I'd quit right now. And that's what just, that's what drives me. And I think, you know, and what the book talks about is finding that factor. Is it your legacy? Is what drives you the most in those dark times, which, you know, deciphers or or chooses whether you add on an extra plate, whether you do a few extra reps. Is it, I want to be remembered for this? Or, hey, my family's counting on me. Or I got to make this extra money because, or work these extra hours because, you know, I want little Billy at home to have this or that. 
or is it hey you know these fuckers from high school you know i want to i want to prove them wrong or show these people that overlooked me in my past this boss that you know didn't think i had skill you know find your driving factor and lean on that when you really need it for discipline I was listening to someone the other day that uh, was talking about that too and kind of what he had said was um, something along the lines of like letting your demons work for you. And I kind of like the way that that sounds too, like in the same way. Yeah, of, same concept. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so for me, it's it's uh, I feel like my feelings from day one to day 50, day 100, it's all the same kind of feeling. It's like... Um, it's it's I'm gonna get this done. It's not it, it my my motivation or discipline doesn't waver. I mean I have peaks and valleys, you know, but at the same time the discipline is like stagnant, you know. Yeah. It's it's still there. And I will say though that I almost love the feeling of the process and like when I'm in the middle of the work rather than at the end. Because when you're at the end, then you got to find a new goal. You got to kind of re rethink about things. You know, there's almost like a the accomplishment it's, is like the worst part. It is. Sometimes. It's like brief bliss, but then you're like, okay, it's over. Okay, now let's get back on, you know, whatever. It's like the chase is almost um, better than, than the actual goal itself. Yeah. Like How like do you guys too. feel? I don't really go off. I don't think I ever have, unless somebody recently said something to me, I never have anything that sits in my mind like, where I'm like, oh, people are after me. Like people, not after me, yeah. but you know, where people are talking shit behind my yeah. back. I, I mean, I I probably think that a little bit, but I never like I well, I, give I, don't, you a good I, I can never translate that into be like pissed, not pissed off, but like yeah. Oh, well, I'll give you a good example. Yeah. I have like three or four things that like you know pop up in my mind from my past that I'll like you know try and bring out. But one thing that did fire you up that's in the same vein is that email we got a while ago. Yeah. Where yeah, they were saying yeah, we're yeah. enabled oh, yeah. and this and that. Yeah. That had you fired. Yeah, up. that, that shit had me does. Fired up. Yeah. And yeah. it's it still does on the back end. If I like now that I thought about it, yeah. I'm ready yeah. to yeah. I'm ready to turn <laughs> this up. Yeah. Turn turn yeah. mine up real it's, quick. It's it's normally though that you don't see that stuff a ton or like most of the people that may talk shit about, you know, me or the gym or gym flow or whatever. Yeah. It's like they're not publicly saying it, they're not saying it to your face. Um, so you don't you don't really even get the chance to feed off that, mm-hmm. you know. I feel like for me, I kind of feel the same way as Austin was talking about last week um, as far as like I don't really feel in the way that you do about, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. Yeah. I'm going to deadlift 500. I feel like for me, I hate to say it, but like when the going gets tough, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not actually like 100% invested in this. It was just something to do. But I also feel like too, I kind of have had times before where I feel like I I've had the mindset like you of like, oh, I got to do this to like prove them wrong. But I almost feel like it just kind of ruins my lift sometimes because it just consumes like my whole thought process, if that makes sense. But I will say the closest thing maybe I have had to that is like I felt like when I had hit like a rock bottom to where my like lifts were sucking, like I had lost like 15 or so pounds, like I was only lifting like one or two times a week just like taking a picture at a certain point i just put that as my like phone background and so then when i was like working out like you know every set or something like that just seeing it would make me be like okay fuck you like you know keep going harder or other things like that but i don't know i sometimes feel like you know i wish i could have something that would like bind me to i don't know something beyond just Oh, this is something to do. This is something to accomplish. I wish there was almost like more of an emotional. I need to give y'all. Um, I don't know. I've really enjoyed this uh, recent book I've been reading, and like the first kind of like uh, chapter portion of it, whatever you want to call it, really goes in about like self awareness, and it's and like there's a basically it not only talks about those motivators, but talks about a lot about like you know kind of discovering like who do you want to be, like what do you want people to, to think about. Um, you know, when they see you or this or that and talk about you. And um, there's this one, like, um, it's a brief, like, I think, like, one or eight questions, or, or like, eight questions, something like that. Um, it's called, like, a personal something audit. But basically, um, I think looking at those questions, you know, I was scanning over them, and I think it would help me to write out my own answers, but I think it would help you all a lot to just kind of, like, go through that, especially when it comes to examining, like, what drives you, what do you want to be who do you want people to think of you as you know i think um that can help you figure out oh 
this should be my goal if I want people to feel this way about me. Um, or, or I should lean on this when it comes to discipline or making sure I don't look at something as, uh, it's just a goal or just like, you know, skimming over it. So I think the biggest thing too is I feel like you have a good sense of identity when it comes to like who you are yeah. and like your training and other things like that reflects that. Cause it's kind of tied to that. And I feel like sometimes, I don't know, like you are like Brock the runner, you are Brock the, you know, can deadlift 500 or like, you know, trains every morning at 5 a.m. or other things yeah. like that, that that is kind of like who you are. And I don't know, I just don't really feel like I have the same thing. And I, I kind of wish I did in a way or at least could find my own version of that, too. Do you feel like th- that, Austin? I do. I think everyone's different, you know. But I, I see you as... Griffin the um, what what <laughs> Griffin, Griffin Griffin the Hobbit no. Griffin the pussy yeah yeah uh, no but what is what is that when you're like very uh, you know every little detail you know uh, very yeah, meticulous I, I think, like I think Griffin the Griffin's meticulous you think Griffin's you put a lot of thought way more thought into your training than definitely me maybe even Brock like yeah. as far as like all right this is how I'm gonna set this up and like this is how yeah. I'm gonna feel it. I feel uh, like yeah. I get in there. I'm just like a bull. I'm just trying to push, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it may it may be detrimental. Yeah, and but, I think you know you you definitely have a love and appreciation. I think more than us for classic bodybuilding and posing and the art yeah. of it and sculpting. And I think um, I think sometimes maybe you you overlook uh the, the qualities and the traits that you do have that are that are way more mm-hmm. unique. I think than than uh, us or than you know a lot of other people. So. Um, I think it is, like you said, sometimes it's just, uh, it sounds so negative, but like lack of self-awareness, but yeah. just like, yeah, knowing, knowing kind of, I guess, who you are or like what, what you want to, I guess, tie to yourself, not that you have to tie anything mm-hmm. and yeah, things yeah. are always changing, true, but, true. um, but like you said, like I wasn't always Brock the runner, but I feel like over the time, I feel like there's versions of me, even when I've been dating Maddie, it's like, you know, high school Brock, senior year is very different from freshman Brock to sophomore to dropout to gym owner to runner. It's just, there's different like versions of me, almost like a video game character, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's it. That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's other things outside of like weight training that you are that I, that I would like equate you to and, you know, very, very and detailed. Yeah. yeah. So, seriously. Yeah, very detailed compared to me or, or Brock, you know. I'm not. But uh, I think some things that I do to, like, motivate myself with, uh, you know, the inner demon like Brock has or something like that is I lately have been trying to, and I say this a lot, like finding triggers for myself to realize, like, what I'm doing and being, like, aware of the moment. And say, for example, training legs or, you know, when there's nobody there watching me and I'm like, uh that was a little tough. Let me back it down 10, 20 pounds. I don't feel like, you know, I don't have to go as hard. I'll usually, I do try and catch myself with that trick. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. We're going to yeah, do yeah. more. Yeah. I've been thinking like about somebody that. asked for more. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Please, so, sir. So I'll do either like another set or something. And that's just like for lifting. And I, I've tried to make that like a thing. Something so stupid or small as like in the, the bathroom, in the locker room, if like if paper towels are like on the floor or if it's like a mountaintop. I could just leave it, let it sit there, but I'm yeah. just like, all right. F- that hot sauce against the wall. Yeah. I finally got it over up. it. <laughs> no, I finally got that up. But like, you know, shit like that or like putting the car back shit. I mean, yeah, just little yeah, triggers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could, j- you can let it sit there if you want to, or are you going to yeah. actually do something about it? It has been funny. Cause I feel like I have been thinking like you had said a little bit, uh, a couple episodes back where you were like, you know, I almost sometimes will think of something and then I start to deviate from that. But I'm like, no, I've already thought about it. I'm going to do it. Yes. Sort of thing. So I've been thinking about that a lot as far as like, you know, finishing all the dishes or like in your set or something like that. You're like, Oh, I know I did two seventy, but I'm a little tired or like, no, this we're doing morning, 270 or other things. Crystal like clear this morning. I had rice cooker and yeah. like two shaker bottles in the sink. And I was like, Oh, Sarah won't be mine. Clean that up. And I was like, that's going to eat me up probably the whole ride to the gym. Cause I, had time to clean that, yeah. but I was just gonna leave it for her. And I think it's so important. Not and only I was to like, make "Fuck it!" Decision. I set my shit down. I fucking did the dishes real quick, and I got out the out the door. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be one of those decisions you make instantly. It yeah. can't be like 
let me sit and think. No, you have to immediately just it grab was within, the dishes. Within like 10 go. seconds, I made yeah. that. Like, it was like, uh, yeah, that's what I, it's I the same deal with, yeah. with waking up. Like, I get it. It's hard. This morning, I felt fucking drowsy shit. I was tossing and turning a little bit. Didn't feel that comfortable. But, like, once that thing rang, I was like, I got to get the fuck up. Yeah. One thing you I think like about to it, do, kind of side note, but I was thinking about that when you were mentioning it. Something that helps me as far as, like, chores go which I wouldn't think that it would, but setting a timer for like 15 or 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then just making it a challenge of like how much can you get done before the timer goes off. Like it's an easy way and you're surprised sometimes. How much like you, you knock out all the dishes in like four minutes, five yeah. minutes. Oh, it takes we no time. We talked about yeah. this months ago. I, I don't remember if it's Murphy's Law or something I, I read in a book or something. I think it was in the four-hour work week, Tim Ferriss or whatever. And um, yeah, it's basically, you know, you give yourself a set amount of time and you're going to complete whatever task in that amount of time. So, it's, I mean, even it relates to gym flow tasks. Like, we say we're filming a skit today. It's getting done. Yeah. Or we say, hey, we're going to shoot these photos on this day. It'll get done. But if we just say, hey, let's shoot some photos, uh, we'll do it sometime this week. Yeah. We'll late, wait till Friday or wait till the last minute. So, it's like putting a deadline, whether it's a date, a time, uh, a timer, anything like that. You'll get shit done way faster than you think you could. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just... It's not even just procrastinating and putting something off, but it's almost like the the speed of doing something is even slower, you know. Most of the, yeah, most of the most of the shit that I like procrastinate about is much easier than I think if I just do yeah. it yeah. when I'm thinking about it. It's just like 100%. Oh. Most of it. You know, there are some things that are like, oh, that's a lot to chew or bite off, you know, and chew, but it's kind of it's kind of cool to see yourself I don't know. For me, I, I I get enjoyment, and I feel like I'm becoming better daily when I make those little decisions, even though they're not big. Like I said, something like the paper towels or the dishes. It's just like, man, I'm going in the right direction. At least, yeah, at least, yeah. like my old my old self could have just been like, oh fuck that, it's not mine. It's not yeah. my it's not my trash. Not not my dishes. Whatever. Sarah's got time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's cool. To, it's cool to think about. And I like having that trigger for myself. What's the and by the way, on the topic, real quick before we get too lost. What's the name of that book for anybody that's trying to? Uh, oh yeah, I should shout it out. Yeah, give um, it a shout. It's by the the author is the guy who kept telling you to listen to the podcast that you never did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still getting around to that <laughs> motherfucker. But the book, so the guy is Patrick Bet David. Um, the book is called Your Next Five Moves: Master the Art of Business Strategy. But I think even if you aren't a business, because it talks about uh, being an entrepreneur, which is basically like moving your way up in a company and, and basically almost like. Uh, having a sense of uh, management ownership of your own position within the company. So mm-hmm. it's not only for uh, business folk or, 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 you know, business strategy or things like that. I mean, you, you can get a lot of it out of it personally as well, but a um, very good book. It's like, I think it's only like 14 bucks on Amazon. It's only like 300 pages, so it's not that deep of a read, but um, I really, yeah. I'm, I'm like 100 pages in, and um, it's just helped me feel a lot more... Um, Better at articulating some ideas that I already knew, but also expanding my own ideas and, and, and way of looking at things. Yeah. And um, I think it'll make me a better uh, business owner and just better person. For sure, dude. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. You've been reading some books. Uh, yeah, I've been reading the old school stuff and the education of a bodybuilder. Very good. Lots of gems in that, I feel mm-hmm. like, for mindset. and Is it mindset or is it actual just breaking down like training splits and that? There's some of that, but I would honestly say that that's probably the like least uh, important. I would say like I don't know the the best things I because I've I had the bodybuilding encyclopedia and stuff that he's written too that I I think that's a lot better for training. But this one I feel like is a lot more of like mindset and kind of understanding how he got to the point that he got to, and then also it's like a good amount of backstory and stuff that it's kind of cool to hear some of the stories of like what made him who he is but especially too i feel like just i don't know i've been really enjoying it but the problem i have with reading sometimes is i fall asleep like <laughs> within 30 minutes Me too. uh but the the nuggets that i get every time i read it i'm really enjoying of just i don't know just it's it sounds hokey or like corny sometimes but even certain things like if you're dragging ass going to the gym like or thinking, oh, I've got to get this over with. Just changing your mindset of like, oh, this is going to make me better. Every rep counts. Like, you know, other things like that. And visualizing. I I, I forget exactly what he talks about in the book, but almost just setting aside that time, whether it be in the morning, in the evening, to where like nothing is distracting you. Or back then, like it's not like they had too many cell phones or other things like that. But like being intentional before you start the workout and not just 
like, uh, I don't know, just going in and, you know, not really being fully invested into it. So I feel like sometimes just taking the time or like making the effort to visualize, like set your intentions, other things like that, even if it's not directly, if it's kind of more subconsciously, like thinking about yourself on a stage or like visualizing yourself with the body that you want or hitting that 500 pound deadlift or something like that. And having that kind of burning in the forefront of your mind, I think would be a really good tool that, you know, sometimes we're just not aware of sometimes. Imagine but, not having all those like distractions of a cell phone and yeah, or even headphones. like music. Yeah. Because I think most of the time they were probably training. David Goggins with, doesn't listen to music during his workout. Hey, dude, he's a fucking killer too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody lock that dude up. They should, yeah. But, That's uh, true. you know, no music. Breaking just dream. hearing the clanging and banging. Yeah, and breathing. I feel like too, there's something that I feel like I don't know, maybe it's like more of a youthful or like a childhood kind of thing, but he would talk about when he first found the guy who inspired him, Reg Park, like he would keep photos of him like, you know, in the bedroom or like other things like that that he grew up in. And so it's almost like just in the forefront of your mind every day, he would take his measurements, compare them to this guy's. And it was just like eat, sleep and breathe his training regimen and other things like that. And I think that sometimes, you know, I felt like I did the same thing when I first started of just people that I looked up to in a different way. But I feel like for certain things, you kind of have to be a little bit crazy in that regard. Or like when he talked about his calves being a weak point, you know, cut off all the bottoms of your sweatpants. So you have to look at them every day or other things like that, that I feel like uh, even though it's obsessive, I think there's something like that I admire about that because somebody's like fully passionate about. I think obsession has value. Yeah. I think just people just get, you know, it even goes to, like, the body dysmorphia thing. It's like, I don't know. It's like people just, it's almost like they just want you to be comfortable. Yeah. And it's like any any idea of someone who is almost comfortable being uncomfortable is just, they must be wrong. Because it's like all of us. Because it makes the comfortable feel uncomfortable. Basically. Yeah, we're just yeah, reusing that word right as much as But no, it makes yeah. the lazy people. Whoa, yeah. Well, I, I just think, like, for example, like, you know, they'll look at, let's say, all of us, right? Yeah. And we'll be like, okay, like we don't hate how we look, but fuck, like we want to yeah. look better. Yeah. Like why not? And they might say like, why, you know, why don't you just be happy with what you have? Like clearly like, you know, you have body dysmorphia and you're not happy. You're never satisfied with your body. It's like, no, it's like just wanting to like continuously get better. It's the same deal as wanting to continuously grow your knowledge or, or do anything like better. You know, it's, I mean, it's a simple two words out there on the wall, do more, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, just, I, I think, there, there's obviously there's a, there's a point where obsession can be detrimental, but I think for the most part, just being obsessed with a goal is necessary, especially if it's an extreme goal. Um, it is interesting too that that there's almost like a greater sense of satisfaction with being unsatisfied than there mm-hmm. is the satisfaction of you know just being content or comfortable or stagnant too. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm getting to the point, and I, I've been trying to work to this point so it's always a work in progress but i feel like i'm getting to the point where i'm most comfortable when i'm uncomfortable just because i feel like when i'm comfortable i'm like something's wrong like you know when i don't have work to do i'm like this is weird like this is i don't need this free time like what's wrong you know and i'm more comfortable when 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 things are hard when the run is hard when it's hot outside when the workouts are intense you know i feel like i just feel like I'm getting better. I feel like I guess I guess I feel like I'm making progress during those moments and when I have easy moments in, in life or in my day, I feel like I'm staying stagnant and I'm like, no, I don't want this, you know. Yeah. Well, it's uh, there's this I guess the underlying thing of like purpose. You have like goals or purpose to keep moving and somebody that's like with no purpose, no goals, no passion, you don't get any type of purpose watching Netflix or just chilling or not doing or doing less yeah. per se. Yeah. So the the sense of feeling good or feeling uh, comfortable when you're uncomfortable is because, you know, uh, I don't know, there's purpose behind it. The deep down is like there's purpose of getting better at whether it's running or lifting or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, kind of like a, a little bit out there, but I think people that do it regularly or like don't really have anything that they like to do versus just like marathon Netflix I feel like a lot of shows or movies, you kind of get this like secondhand or like 
sense of accomplishment from the conflict resolution in the movie or a sense of adventure from watching the person in the movie to where like you're you're watching that and your sense of uh, disbelief is suspended and you almost feel like going through this character's journey oh this is happening to me like mm-hmm. something satisfying happened to Definitely him after the same things. and i feel like when you are addicted to that or you watch it every day that just becomes like your dopamine and you kind of get this weird like I don't want to say your mind perceives it as a memory, but does that make sense almost? Yeah. Like when that happens day to day, you never really have it for yourself, but you feel like you're getting it. At the yeah, same I think time. people just kind of live in this virtual world where, you know, I mean, people are spending 14 hours a day on screen time. So it's like they get so invested in these these celebrities or, you know, these uh, TV shows when something happens, when a character dies or when Kim Kardashian gets married or divorced. It's like they feel... They feel not only an interest, but an emotional connection to these people that they've never met. Yeah. And um, it's just, uh, it's strange. It's it's like new and modern, but it's uh, strange where it is giving these people this like fulfillment that's uh, this false reality almost. I'll crack it off. All right. First one comes from our friend, friend of the show, Gino, and he says, no. social media puts a big spotlight on training in the gym and breaking a sweat. However, the real magic happens in nutrition, rest and recovery, and stress management. What do you think about this? I think people act like they're stressed more than they're stressed <laughs> sometimes. I don't know. No, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back because I feel like... <laughs> about to get canceled. Uh, no, not, 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 in fear, not in fear of what people will say. I think I've, I've done a good job as far as in my personal life with making decisions that offer me less stress in my life. For example, instead of working for someone else, working for myself, it gives me less stress in my day. I've been fortunate um, in my in my upbringing to have like both parents in the house. Like There's different things in my life that have offered me opportunities to avoid stress, and then I've continued those characteristics later. So before anyone says, oh, you don't, you know, I have this and that, very true. So we'll take that back. However... Well, yeah, choice. Leave it there. Yeah. Um, I would say, I think sometimes, especially for social media, like, you know, the glamorous part of this is, you know, lifting and training hard and, you know, setting a PR and being able to post it and having this, like, edited video of, like, a cool montage of stuff. But the boring stuff is, like, the cornerstone of it all to where, I don't know, it's almost like the bread is the thing at the end. But, all the ingredients like are not you know flour doesn't look good or like you know water doesn't look that great but then when it's a nice piece of sourdough (laughs) your mouth starts watering Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just feel like uh you know it depends on the kind of person you are like what you want to kind of present but i would say that you know a lot of this other stuff can be shown too or like glamorous as far as I don't know where I'm going with that, but like meals or like recovery strategies or like, I don't know, stress management or other things like that, that that's definitely a vein that can be tapped into. But I think all of it can be shown in the right way, but it's just not all like as flashy as, you know, training is. What was the pinpoint of the question again? Oh, <laughs> uh, the question itself was, what do you think about this? But it was, social media puts a big spotlight on training in the gym and breaking a sweat. However, the real magic happens in Outside nutrition, rest and recovery, and stress management. What do you think about this? Which, do you remember that old saying of like, what are they, it's training is like 30% and diet is 70% or yeah. was it 50 percent Something like that. I think that it has to just be like 100% for every. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, think the train's just cooler. It know? is cooler. You know, but I mean, for most people, the, the toughest is going to be the nutrition. And it shows in a lot of people. Yeah. You know, uh, myself included. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you make it, you make it what it is. I mean, some people, I don't know, whatever floats your boat. I don't know. Another question from Gino. That was very good. They sent my way. If you were to look at your own journey in the gym as a video game experience, what level would you put yourself in and why? Um, let's, let's say that since you mentioned levels, let's say there's like 
all the way up to 100. So let's say like level one is like first day in the gym or let's say if you're like a let's say a high school football player you have a little bit of experience maybe you start at five or some shit and let's say level 100 is maybe like top tier dorian arnold you know like the most elite training that just you know know what they're doing i'd i'd maybe put myself like middle of the pack like anywhere from like mid 40s to mid 50s i feel like i've i've over the past two years gotten better at getting very um intuitive with my training to where i don't need um, to, to like write out my workout to go in and still have um, good success, a good pump, good good training, and get stronger and make progress. Um, but I don't feel like I have any, you know. I feel like if you're 80 plus, you know, assuming like I said the scale is one to 100, I feel like if you're in the 80 plus range, you should be not only understand like all aspects of like you know like training or the gym, but also you should almost have your own like unique ideas or takes on certain splits exercises movement patterns things like that you know because i feel like that's where the um the true like you know all-time greats or level hundreds you know have done they've you know dorian you know comes up with his own variations of exercises or this or that you know arnold has his techniques that's something i always wondered as a kid or like first starting out lifting it's like when people talk about oh this works for me this is the way i do things and this works best for my body i would always be like you know but how do you know like how do you get a feel for it and i do feel like you know time experience and like just coming to understand more intuition about yourself like you do start to understand because i feel like I don't know. It's almost something that I feel like you almost just kind of chisel out or hone over time to where you might notice that something feels better or like you feel like you are more sore after a certain style of training or you like the way that you feel doing a certain exercise before another exercise or other things like that. It's such a Dunning-Kruger thing because I just remember when I was like two years into lifting, I was like, yeah, now I'm an intermediate. Like, I'm not a beginner anymore, you know? But all that meant for the most part was like, I knew how to perform exercises and it doesn't mean like I know how to perform them, like you said, in the way that's best for me, nor does it mean that I have any kind of unique take on, um, you know, when to incorporate, you know, a drop setter, why I'm going to use banded this or like, you know, my mind muscle connection even has leveled up over the years as far as activating my hamstrings, like how I do RDLs versus how most people do them, right? That's just a thing of trial and error, learning from others. And yeah. um, I feel like leveling up in a way. And um, so one thing yeah. I feel like uh, a personal example, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but you always hear to not static stretch uh during your workout but honestly i feel like i get much better hamstring feeling or hamstring contraction when i do like superset my sets with just like a hang or like you know leaning forward and like getting a nice hold does that make sense i don't know or like back i love to just like grab the bar and hang from i think what they're you what people are usually talking about is like before um like Like before you start like a cold like muscle before you start because I actually have seen, because um, I agree, like, I like mixing that in between sets. And uh, what, what's his name? What's the short dude that, Jeff Nippert. Um, oh, yeah. He actually did, like, a video on that, showed studies that actually show that, like, stretching, let's say you do a cable row and then stretch out your, like, lats. It's actually, like, aiding um, in, like, muscle recruitment or, 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 like, growth and things like that. Very minor, but, you know, holding for 15, 20 seconds between sets, you know. But it shows, like, in, you know, intuitively you're like, this makes me feel good. I'm going to continue to do it. It kind of goes like what we talked about with going, you know, sometimes going bro rather than going science. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or like Austin says, do it and then ask. That's right. <laughs> so we live. Another question. Uh, has any of the three of you suffered from body dysmorphia? I think we all got it. Yeah. I, I feel like, especially when I feel like I was at my like quote unquote peak as far as like body shape, it would be to the point where if I felt like I ate, too much like had an off day i would like shower with the lights off because i like couldn't look All at right. myself okay and <laughs> so i think that's a good example though so it's it's a good example of like that level may not be and most likely isn't healthy or a good way to like feel about yourself yeah but how you feel now where you're like you look at yourself or you might screenshot your photo as a motivating factor like hey i want to i want to do better than this i want to look better than this I think that's fine. And I know? think, too, when it comes to body dysmorphia, because let's say, like, for example, when I first started lifting, a big thing that would 
make me feel like I needed to start was like if someone put their hand on my shoulder, I felt like that was just bone or like other things like that, that, you know, I could see my ribs every time I took my shirt off or other things that made me want to start. And I think sometimes you think that when you get to that certain point or once I like build this physique, that will all be gone and I'll be confident or other things like that. And I think sometimes you have to realize you get to that point and it doesn't go away. And then you have to address it from that point as well to where I almost feel like you need to get to where you want to go and then address maybe dysmorphia or whatever that underlying issue is. Because if you never get to that point, you'll always have dysmorphia, but you'll think it's because you're not at that point. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I feel that, you know, just like everybody, I'm sure deep down, just never happy with, not not happy with yourself. You never look good enough. Yeah. Even the day of my show, I was like, I I look like shit. Yeah. Like deep down, I was like, uh, I see some lines. I feel like I can beat some people. I was like, oh, I feel like I, I look like garbage. I look like but shit. But I think the, if you, when you're examining, right, if you're examining that mindset and you think, well, what's the alternative? The alternative is just being happy with, um, or just accepting where you currently are. I think that doesn't lead to a net gain in the long run. Well, also, I feel like in the inverse, we see some people that are like, you know, the tub of lard who thinks that's he's what I'm hot getting shit. at. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I almost feel like it's better to have dysmorphia and like. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that, that's what I'm getting at. From from a general aspect, you're thinking of let's make people happy, and and like ethically, that sounds more accurate. However, if you look at it as far as like, there's there's Brock who's just happy with his body when he's 140 soft, and I'm gonna you know go through life maybe I get a little fatter but I'm fine with it I'm happy with how I look, that could lead to you know different health concerns, um, self confidence issues later blah blah blah, you know that could be related to other things, or there's Brock that has a certain percentage of dislike with the, how he looks but that leads him to a lot more happiness in the long run with like pushing himself creating friends habits creating good habits behaviors all these things i think there's a net gain to having slight dislike or just in general slight discomfort in your life your whole life shouldn't be discomfort but there's a you know you should almost be in incorporating uncomfortable or adversity into your life for overall gain in the long run it makes you a better person yeah i guess i need to rephrase what i said i didn't like hate myself it's okay if you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like let it out. I always, I was like, man, I, I'm not as good as I could or should be or yeah. could be, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's the deep down thing. I didn't hate myself, and you know, if you, whatever motivates you for real deep down, it's like you know, not everybody has to think like you. If you're okay being soft at 150 and you're happy with yourself, then cool, great for you. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, but Everyone's. don't you know, don't don't put down other people's yes that are yeah. That's 100. Yeah. percent you got all your questions out, man? Uh, I have one up? more, but it's related to something. Um, it's the old Tom Platt's hack squat video where he doesn't somehow blow his knees up, which I'm not really sure. I haven't I seen this that. video, so that might be something that we'll have to check out yeah. uh, at a different point in time. We'll have to study the, the, study the tapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got a question Hugh right Jackson. here. Now that Hugh Jackman is retired, will you audition for Wolverine? Oh, yes, dang. I will. Um, I probably have to lose some muscle. <laughs> he does look made in a lab. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and Wolverine should, I think, in the comics. I feel like I remember him having a very hairy neck and back. So. Yeah, I'll fit. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. I'm was, doing good. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman didn't made. quite get it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I need the wig. <laughs> Uh, best current best concert I've been to. So there's there's death punch. <laughs> <laughs> never who 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 she. Yeah. But I don't. Dude, it's hard awesome. to answer because I've had great experiences at different types of concerts because I listen to such different music. You know, um, for example, I've been to a couple of, like older classic rock concerts where I've had an awesome fucking time and I remember those. I'm like, damn, that was an awesome time. But then I've been to a couple metal concerts that are like the same level of awesome, but just a different vibe, you know, different yeah. environment. It's, it's weird because I, I've been to a lot of concerts. But best, if I had to pick one, it was a Bullet for My Valentine concert. 
uh, I think I was underage at the time. So it was like the excitement of drinking underage, being like in a field of people because yeah. it was fucking huge. It was like 10, 15,000 people. And it was all day fest, of like 30 bands, blah, blah, Dang. blah. But I couldn't tell you what the band, like the concert name was called though. Uh, how do I know when it's time to increase the weight when that weight is too easy? Oh, was that question just for you? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what's the yeah, best He concert? rolls through these like we yeah. weren't even there. <laughs> oh, no. I, mean, I haven't really been to any concerts, yeah. so no. Oh, okay. I've only been to four. Okay. Three John Mayers, one Aaron Carter. Don't even know who that is. But <laughs> Remember, I want candy. <laughs> That's how I this, beat Shaq. These, these might be the four softest <laughs> concerts you could go to. And then mean, he's got like the death metal. The like, John oh, Mayer ones I went I to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, that was, hey, to be fair, that was at King's Dominion. I was like seven years old, and I went with my cousins. So it was after a day of rides. Got to just jam out. I had my candy necklace on, chewing it. <laughs> so yeah, probably yeah. like the like the rope, um, like candy. I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a rat just. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What about you, bro? Travis Strip? No, the only one I've been to was a Dustin Lynch at like Innsbruck with Maddie. Yeah. Dang. Stayed for a little bit. I don't know. If I had to put a number on them, I've probably been to like 15 concerts, maybe. Maybe more. Dang. Yeah. It's one of those things I feel like if it's someone I just like a couple of their songs, I don't want to waste my money. Yeah, there's one I want to go to um, with uh, this one group, um, Camp, that does like more like. It's a more like folk uh, type music, but I really enjoy like like yeah. you said, like I enjoy like almost every single song. He's gonna be in the back pouring Blanchard's. Yeah, yeah. But um, they they play in a lot of uh, so they're based in Columbus, so there are like you know occasional shows there, but they do a lot of stuff kind of out west because it is more you know, uh, roadie or um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? More nature esque like type of uh, places that they'll go. You know, like uh, like they'll go to like the red rock amphitheater in like utah and like you know they're going colorado like those types of places more uh uh scenic type places anyway point is uh you know until they come close by i think the closest they're coming is like south carolina but uh i just feel like you know timing wise we can't get out there but i do maddie said she'd go with me so Mm. um, if if they can come close very nice what was the next question next question damn i got fucked over on these questions I just listen. I'm, I'm a kind of guy oh, you either love or you know. hate him. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of hate. But it's How okay. do I know when it's time to increase the weight? Just do it, and then you'll know if you shouldn't. I do it based <laughs> off of just my rep goal. Like if I can get to the rep goal, yeah, yeah, that, that's good. That's the serious. Which yeah, each exercise good. has a rep goal. You know, obviously, yes, you should have goals before you start. Just hop under a bar, start with curls. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, well, I plan to get ten of these. It's not like, all right, let me see until yeah. failure. Each year thing. of training, you should be adding one plate to your bench. Oh fuck! Yeah, so that's a big wherever my, uh, you are. That's how you know. My avenue for like most exercises has always been like, let's say you're doing 60 pound dumbbell press on uh, on chest press, and you have like a rep range of six to eight. Start doing you know all sets of six, and then next week let's try and do sets of seven. Or if you can't do seven, do seven seven, and like the last two sets maybe get six, then work to all seven. Then basically you're working up to the point where all sets are eight, then up the weight and drop the reps again. So then you're up to 65 pounds at sets of six and then work back up to eight then 70 and um that seems to be like slow progression but consistent and very achievable um whether you're in a you know a lean bulk phase or whether you are you know forcing in the calories so yeah i feel like that's pretty smart smarter than what i'd probably do i typically let's say i get up chest press yeah i pick the 80s up i'm like oh, i'm gonna go for 10 to 12 and i get to 10 to 12 and i'm like oh i had gas plenty of gas left in the tank all right let's keep going up and Dang. i'll keep going up until I'm the barely two hundreds. No, I I do the hundreds. <laughs> I feel like I feel like out. this is how it goes. Griffin always been very, uh, I was gonna say programmatic, almost like problematic, but very programmed with his yeah. training. And you get to me, it's like a mix, mostly on a program, but but you know we'll make more mind changes in the middle of the workout. Mm-hmm. And then you're like pure like intuition, like yeah. never followed a program, just goes in, just says fuck it. 80s feel fun today. Let's do 90s. You know, a demon I go up until I can't levels, yeah. do any more. Like, went up to the hundreds, yeah. did them for ten. I was like, Guess well, we can't do I no can't more. go up anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what do I do now? Yeah, I love uh, the variation between us, though. True. It is what it is. But I think that was it for me on questions, boys. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, no updates with housekeeping or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Things are super more, slow. More plates normal. coming this week, which yeah, is funny as oh, I was talking yeah. about them last week, but more. Yeah. Uh, some came in stock, some more plates and a new cool. weight tree. Um, hopefully some more stuff soon. The gym 24-7 yet? Motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of an inside joke, but point is, not yet. Um, very soon. Hopefully tomorrow, technically. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably announce like Wednesday or Thursday. Y'all make Let's sure see. y'all DM him, ask if yeah, it's ready tomorrow. Yeah. But um, hopefully, you know, hopefully, I don't know. In these in past two podcasts, I feel like there's a lot of hopefully, because I don't, I don't always feel like I can articulate in a way that you can apply things to your life when it comes to like these goal things or other stuff that we talk about on this podcast. But hopefully, I come across um, with some ideas or things you can try, and not as much of a know-it-all or an asshole because sometimes I feel like I listen to myself talk a lot and I'm like, you know, I, 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 I don't have everything figured out. A lot of the times, I was thinking about this yesterday before my run, a lot of times I just make actions or statements confidently and if they work out, great. If they don't, I'm humble enough to admit that they're wrong or things didn't work out and I'm just as confident to go and try something again. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a disclaimer I want to put out there. Um, Apology accepted. Yeah, so I'm not saying this. <laughs> says, this fucking guy here he, he goes makes again. Me hate myself. I yeah. know, I know, but yeah. Hopefully, you get something out of this. Yeah, um, that's the point. Hopefully, yeah. You know, um, it's all or nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. Hey. Share it with people. Is like there the podcast. A, another product coming out called Moderation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's our, our day off. Our rest, our rest, April Fool's. That's our rest day uh, product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, make sure you follow us all in the description below. And uh, every Sunday, we're usually dropping a questions box on Instagram. So make sure you drop us questions. And in the meantime, make sure you like, subscribe, and give us a review, comments, whatever. It helps us out a ton. Let's spread this thing. We'll see you all next week. See you all.